the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Training Group. And our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. And welcome to Tuesday. Uh, Joe and Jason here at and, and Jason, another uh, one of these days where, uh, as you as you said, right, this is the pre-election. You know, the the ballots have arrived, and all of a sudden we we've got a Wall Street rally. When you think about, it, go back to last week, we had the much hotter than expected. Uh, inflation number, which we know is not good for equities. I mean, it's it's terrible, right? We, we know interest rates are going to go a lot higher, uh, but we we've got this rally, and of course, you always know it's a sucker's rally when they tell you when they tell oh the, the market was just oversold and 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 we are uh, due for this bounce. Uh, the the bear market the bear market needs to take a rest. Listen, this is supposed to be about price discovery. This is supposed to be hey, tell me. Are the prices that we're paying for these stocks going to be better uh, in six months or worse than six months? And, and obviously, we all know what the answer is. Uh, but, but again, this is just a lot of uh, a lot of trying to, to make everyone feel better. I think the Democrats are hoping that somehow they can they can keep that fifty fifty Senate, uh, Jason, coming up here in the midterms in the next couple of weeks. Or they just know they're going to lose the House and the Senate. So they put all their money in and boost the markets up as back to that 32,000 Dow, so to speak, and that 12,000 NASDAQ. And then after the election and the Republicans win, they pull all their money out and the markets start crashing. It's like, look, you elected the wrong people. What is, oh, it's the Republicans' fault. I mean, it's, it's one of those things because we all know that central bankers and corporations, they love the Chinese style of government, you know, socialism, communism. It's a much easier way to get richer off the backs of the citizens. So they, uh, they 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 do toe the line towards the Democrat Party. So, Joe, it's it's coming, right? It's coming. Well, we might see the markets go up for the next week or two. I think mail-in balloting. I don't know what states are. Probably mail-in balloting is uh, coming due now. So they probably need to really push this thing now and by that that November yeah, here, election here date. Here in Arizona, I think everybody. I think everyone's got their ballots now. I know that that for uh, for us, uh, our ballots showed up. Uh, I want to say this weekend. I think they showed up on in the mail on Saturday, but but uh, uh, again, just in time. We'll see. I mean, it's early. Uh, the Dow's up 400. Uh, depending on where you look, uh, gold's up or down a little bit. Uh, same thing with silver. Kind of kind of right uh, where we were at yesterday. Uh, but the news again, not great. Not well, not great. Not good at all. Uh, ho- the big news, I guess, home builder sentiment now. Uh, I, I don't, you know, home builder sentiment. I don't think these guys they can't fall fast enough. Uh, now, uh, the lowest in, in over a decade. Home builder sentiment is now a half of what it was 
uh, just six months ago. And again, Jason, I mean, all that makes sense, right? You know, when you're looking at at uh, interest rates, uh, especially uh, now that you we, you know we we know that we're going to be getting. Uh, another big rate hike here in a couple of weeks. Uh, the, the, the mortgages, they're, they're just not affordable. No, Joe, and the rates are going up. Uh, they're going to go up, it looks to me, like three-quarters of a point, this next one. And then, we'll, of course, we'll see the news uh, in front of the next rate uh, hike, which will be in December, I believe. We'll see what happens. You know, it's going to go up both times. Is it three-quarters of a point both times? Uh, we'll have to see what the CPI and the other numbers say. But... Uh, How's that going to be good for housing? <laughs> how's, how's, uh, hey, uh, housing prices have gone down. Yeah, you know, this house over here went down $10,000 in price. Oh, well, what will my payment be if I get it now? Uh, it'll go up a little bit. You know, how, how does that work for yeah. the average buyer? Yeah, and again, I, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm really, if you, if you ask me, what am I? The thing that I'm probably the most worried about, housing's at the top of the list because it, it, it's, it's, it's a hard one because you know, to your point, yeah, prices are are coming down, but the problem is the way interest rates are skyrocketing, uh, the prices would. I mean, we almost need. What forty percent right now? Thirty, forty percent now. And you got to remember, rates aren't done going up. I think by the time rates are done, uh, you need home prices to fall fifty or sixty percent to get the same mortgage payment people were getting in January of this year. Yeah, 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 yeah that, yes, those those numbers bear out, Joe. I mean, uh, at the beginning of twenty twenty two, they were we were essentially still at zero, the Fed rate. And now look where we're at in, in uh, you know, 10 months. We're going to get that rate hike coming up that's going to push it higher. And, and those prices, it's it, it, it always is uh, tough for me to understand who is buying the houses. I know that there's some big interests that are still buying them. But, but Joe, the average guy, uh, you know, even for refinancing, you know, that's a big business for mortgage uh, companies. Who's going to refi into these higher rates? It's, it's, it's going to get worse before it gets better. And, I don't know, Joe. Maybe they still. I think they string this out into 2023 before they actually stop raising the rates and they 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 kind of level off. And where will we be sitting? I guess will be that number. What will that number be? Five or six percent, Joe? Before they level it off? I, I don't know. Yeah, I, and, and unfortunately, right now, uh, I I think uh, five is 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 already in. Uh, I think we're going to see that. We're going to be close to five. Uh, before the end of the year, uh, but but uh, we, you know, I, I think you're right. Will it be somewhere between uh, five and six percent, probably before? And again, it's all dependent. We already know this. Jobs. One of the big jobs creators was out today, saying, "Hey, we're going to start laying people off." I'll tell you who it is. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason, and, and again the news, uh, not really good out there. Under uh, you know finishing up with the home builders, uh, the report measured future sales. So this is the home builders uh, looking out, and and this one fell huge. I, I one of the biggest drops. I take away. COVID, that one month, that, that April, you know, that March, April, when we, when we shut everything down, take that out. 
Uh, this dropped 11 points, uh, which I know you know people don't know. That's a it's incredible. That's a huge number. Uh, it to to 35. So just to give you an idea for home builders, 50s kind of like hey. Uh, that, that, that's like break even, right? 50's like zero. Hey, is it good? It's bad. Uh, it, it's not good, but it's not horrible. It's a zero. Jason, 35 now. Uh, you gotta go all the way back, uh, to 2012 to see a number like that. Uh, and that rivals the numbers that we saw during the housing crash. Uh, so that's really indicative of, of how bad uh, these numbers are. By the way, it's the 10th straight monthly decline in home builder confidence. We have now think about this. I don't know how how it's possible because I remember, you know, we were all of us remember the housing crash, and you're telling me we didn't have 10 straight months of confidence decline during the crash. We didn't. Matter of fact, this is the first time that this has happened, Jason, going all the way back to 1985. Yes, and, and uh, something to, re- to re- your people to remind themselves. Uh, let, me, let me do my personal story. Um, the housing crash really started 2007, 2008, so the markets really started going crazy. Even into 2009, things got worse. Uh, I bought a house in late 2004. So basically, I, I owned a house in 2005. I was one of those loans they weren't supposed to give out. It was one of those adjustable rate, stated income. I was a pizza delivery driver, so I, I just added my tips in there, and you know, and, and you know, just my, my 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 taxable income was very low. So I, I, I they shouldn't have loaned me you know, the money, but they did. And it took 2010. So I, I remember it's about the middle of 2010. So this is several years into this thing. Which I think this is going to hopefully the audience will understand. This is happening now. The rates are going up now. The true disaster of this could be next year, and it could be 2024. I walked out of my house one day, and the houses on both sides of mine, the neighbors on both sides, and all three across the street were all empty. All of them were empty, and that was two years later, Joe. So the disaster, these numbers that Joe's giving, sometimes these numbers don't bake in until a little later. And, Joe, and I don't know about you, I've, I, there's a couple of guys I listen to when they talk about gold. Some of these guys, uh, and I, I'm starting to believe these guys more, they think gold is a leading indicator. Not, a, not It doesn't react after the fact. It, it's a leading indicator, meaning we have gold kind of going down right now this year with everything else kind of going down. When gold really should be going up, people should be rushing to safety. And if it's a leading indicator, what's going to happen next year with the markets, with the housing markets, with, with the – with Bitcoin and, and cryptocurrencies, if gold is a leading indicator and it's, it's sagging now, why do I get the feeling, Joe, is, is everything really starts to get, get bad in 2023, that gold is going to start bouncing up and she'll be an indicator, okay, now everyone's going to run to this thing and then and, and, and gold takes off. So I, sure seems like gold is showing us where things are heading next, next year, the rest of this year and next year, where things are going to get really bad. And that's when gold will probably take off sometime next year, you know, maybe maybe late this year, and gold's just going to go. And this this is why you got to buy it when it's sitting in this place, Joe. Even with the high premiums, there's no doubt in my mind that gold can do what it did in the 70s during inflation. I mentioned it yesterday. It did a fourfold flip from 72 to 71 to 75. If it, it went up 4x, right? That, that means gold 2,000, gold 8,000. Back then it was gold 40, gold 160. 
And then it did a four flip again from 75 to 80 as the inflation continued. And, Joe, we may have inflation for a while. This may not end for a long time. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm really, you know, just to, and I had this conversation with Jason this morning. So, uh, you know, when uh, you've been doing this as long as I have, you've seen a lot of things. You know, when, when gold uh, ran during uh, the crisis, and most people forget, gold fell in 07 and into 08, right? Gold uh, had hit its peak at 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 a thousand and fifty four dollars went all the way down to to seven hundred dollars and then boom it just just smashed up to nineteen hundred well when when gold was at nineteen hundred premiums you know you're buying a, a twenty dollar gold piece uh for twenty two twenty three hundred dollars uh and and for a lot of people hey that made sense uh, the, the realities are, as Jason has pointed out, it, it has been, you know, gold's pretty relatively flat, maybe uh, down a little bit this year, uh, but but overall pretty flat. Silver's been a, a terrible performer, which is kind of ironic. Uh, but but the, the, the thing that's really catching my eye are these premiums because they are absolutely – astronomical if you actually believe what the paper markets are saying and what the paper markets are saying is hey uh, it's not a very good time to buy gold right nobody uh, nobody's interested in in gold nobody's interested in silver uh, you know they're they're not great performers here and, and all this stuff and of course we've got this uh, this huge dollar strength thing that that I think the people that really know understand, listen, this isn't uh, dollar strength because uh, we're doing so well. Uh, and, and these premiums here, they're actually the highest ever now. They've never been higher ever, right? Not during the housing crash, not during the financial crisis, right? Right now. And, and, and it's confusing. Heck, it's confusing to me. But I think what, what – oh, here's my fear. As already we tell you, look at you know what, it, it, it's, it hasn't performed that well. Yet we, we've got very little availability on, on just about everything, right? We, we can't get uh, 10 down gold eagles at all. Nobody's got them. Nobody will get, and if they do, they're not going to sell them to you. Uh, Silver Eagles were saying, hey, listen, you got to two to three weeks of rounds. Remember, we had some rounds for about five minutes. And now they're saying, hey, maybe in six to eight weeks uh, there, there could be some more availability. And, Jason, I, I just have the feeling that the people that really know when this thing comes crashing down, and I think it comes crashing down in 2023, not only, uh, to Jason's point, are we going to see uh, this big move in gold and silver. Jason, I, I, I got a feeling that the other thing we're going to see is people want to buy it and aren't going to be able to because there is no availability at all. And I think that's what we're seeing play out right now. Right now, at least... You can get some stuff. 
uh, you know, what's it going to be like when everybody throws in the towel? Uh, because let's face it, let's give Wall Street, you know, Wall Street, they're, they're, they're super, they're super optimistic people there on Wall Street. They, they, you know, like today, none of the news was good today. None of it. Uh, as an example, Microsoft went from, hey, we're hiring, uh, you know, begin first quarter of this year, they're hiring as fast as they could. By the end of the second quarter, hey, we stopped hiring. Well, here we are in the third quarter. Guess what? Microsoft said today, we're laying people off, Jason. And, and, and that's my fear. I, you know, I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Why would premiums be at all-time record highs when, when gold and silver are nowhere close to all-time record highs? Well, with those premiums, you'd look at gold as kind of being flat this year, just like you were saying at the beginning of, of what you just said. That was a lot. Joe just gave you a lot to digest in that, uh, that last few minutes. Um, let me back it up and, and go back to the story that I had just mentioned and, and, and what Joe started with, which is, hey, remember back in the L.A. crash, you know, gold went down. 07, 08. He was talking about how gold went down. Boy, that, that kind of feels like now, doesn't it, Joe? And I talked about my situation. Well, the, the markets were showing stress and people were panicking in 07, especially 08, 09. Well, my house, in my area, the houses weren't empty around me until 2010. There, there's, 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 a, there's an effect that takes a little while on this. And when I came outside and, and the actual effects and the actual damage was being done to a lot of people, Joe, then gold was climbing in 2010, and into 2011 just kept on going, right? That's where we're at. We're at that point where Joe just said gold was down a little bit at the beginning of when everyone knew things were bad. In 2008, everyone figured it out. 2009, everyone knew this was going to be bad. It was gonna, it's just going to continue to be bad. And the houses around me, the people that really felt the pain, it took a little while for some of these. You know, Some people felt it at the very beginning. And then more and more people felt it, and it just kept going. And gold started soaring in 2010, 2011. This is why you buy it now. And unfortunately, we can't control the premiums. But really, if you think about it, Joe, gold has kind of gone, just like you said, sideways the whole year. If you, look, if you go to physically buying the gold, if you're physically buying it, gold has held its, it's, held its own. I can't help it if the paper, the paper uh, spot price is, is, is rigged, as far as I'm concerned. And it's been rigged for a long time. It'll it'll straighten itself out uh, in due due order, Joe. Well, and again, you bring up some key things, right? Gold hit to uh, nineteen hundred. You know, when when we went from seven hundred to nineteen hundred, it was twenty eleven. Yes. Well, after the crisis, and this is, I, I think we're seeing the exact same thing. Here's the difference: the difference is no availability. We didn't have this. You know, we had some silver issues back in the day. And I, and I, and I remember uh, when, when the silver premiums got to $4 over spot. Man, that was, that was unheard of. $4 over spot. Uh, now, right now, Jason, you're lucky if you're getting Silver Eagles at, at $15 over. Yes, exactly, exactly. I mean, Joe, you had mentioned yesterday, it's like, man, these premiums are going to, to get a Silver Eagle, we're getting close to where the uh, the premium's going to double the spot. Double the spot? And that's price. ridiculous. And it's ridiculous, Joe, because we know what commodities are. One guy digs it out of the ground, he makes a few bucks, sells it to the Comex or whoever, 
then that, that guy sells it to distributors. They sell it to retailers like us. Then the buyer and everyone pays a little bit of a little bit of a premium above. There's no. I mean, it's ridiculous that we have to get Silver Eagles. That's almost double the spot, Joe. It's 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 completely it's it's, it's lunacy. Yeah, and, and again, right now you can't buy a Silver Eagle for double spot. I mean, spot right now uh, just below nineteen dollars. You can't buy Silver Eagles for thirty-seven dollars. Can't can't do it. Yesterday, Jason said, you know, he was out there looking around, and he's like, Joe, do you know that we're like the cheapest around on Silver Eagles? Are you sure that's right? We, you, you know, double check your math because he was worried. And I'm like, no, this is where we we where, where we can be at. But again. It, something's not right, and the only thing that I could really think of is the fact of the matter is the people with the really big pockets are buying this market up regardless of the premiums because when the big move comes, because this is this is kind of to Jason's point, when he started here, when does gold really move? It actually moves after the crisis kind of is is you know not only is it in right now the listen the crisis is in swing right now uh but but it really is uh where when uh, the death settles and the federal reserve kind of puts their arms up in the air remember that's when we got all of these crazy programs uh you know when did when did gold start rallying the last time well we got things like quantitative easing and all these other nonsensical programs And I think we're going to see the same thing again. Uh, Unfortunately, it looks like the problem will be, is there going to be anything for people to buy when it happens the next time around? We'll be back. 800-951-0592. Just uh, the Dow was up almost 700 points this morning. Uh, It's now up 150. Um, uh, And again, I'm, the bond market here, uh, the U.S. bond market uh, skyrocketing higher. Of course, that makes sense, right? The 10-year note at 405. Uh, here's the problem, Jason. In a couple of weeks, I think the 10-year note is going to be 450, maybe even 475. Uh, and and by the end of the year, we're probably going to see a 10-year note uh, above five. So uh, again. Uh, none of this good news on the equity front. It's all about jobs. When does this end? Uh, when does the rate hiking cycle end? It's not going to end because the Federal Reserve got inflation under control. That I'll guarantee you. That's not when it ends. Right, Joe. It I was... ends when the jobs go away. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> My wife and I went out to eat last night, and uh, the waitress was really nice. She was doing her best possible job. And, uh, well, talking to her, she's talking about, well, I had to leave. I had I had two jobs, and then I had to leave this one, and now I got this job. So now I got – it's, it's, I don't know how it, – Joe, it seems like there's always this, there's this uh, merry-go-round of jobs for people. So there still seems like there's still openings, and there's still this like uh, – uh, there's not a lot of uh, – let's just say after coronavirus, I think things were squished down so hard. Remember, remember those jobless claims on those Thursday numbers in 2020 and 2021, how massive those numbers were? Uh I don't know if there's anywhere, you know, they're going to have to really, really hemorrhage this jobs market to really get those numbers, their numbers, to actually go down, Joe. It's, it, it could take a while. You know, that we could see rate hikes 2023, Joe. I, I still think that's very possible. Yeah, I, I think we're going to see at least one 
potentially because the Fed is so clueless. Uh, I, I wouldn't be shocked to see two, uh, which means that uh, we're going to get a rate hike in December uh, before Christmas. Uh, you're going to get a rate hike at the very end of January, and then that that next rate hike, March of 2023. I think that's when they break it all. I think that's the rate hike uh, that 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 uh, finally breaks it, and and we're going to have. Uh, one of these very, very uncomfortable situations. So when you really think about it, you know, here we are. We're, we're sitting here halfway through October, uh, and, and when is when are we talking about when are we going to see the moves in gold and silver? Uh, and, and, you know, right now I, I'm looking at it, and, and I'm seeing uh, March is kind of what, what I'm seeing anyway as probably – uh, the most likely play, place where this is going to play out, uh, where we're going to all of a sudden see the Federal Reserve uh, essentially have to cry uncle. What if the CPI is still 8% in, the, in March, though? Don't they just still have to keep raising the rates? Because if they can't get it below 8, let's just say they get it in the 7s, don't they have to get it in the 6s or the 5s before they can just stop raising it? Or can they even do that? Don't they have to get it down? <laughs> I don't know, Joe. It just seems to me that if if we're, if, they're, if these uh, in, uh, these inflation numbers continue to be high into March, they almost have to keep on raising it until they stop it and again they start to at least see it go down significantly, like one percent down well, in the sevens. And, and, and again, I'm just going off what the Fed is saying. To Jason's point, here's the one thing I'm certain of: inflation will not be lower because the, when the Fed stops, I think the Fed gives in. I think the Fed basically, uh, you know, hey, we're in a full-blown recession with this inflation. This is exactly, remember what Jason and I have been talking about, this double Great Depression, right? This is what I still see. I see the Fed having to stop raising rates. They won't have the ability to lower the rate because inflation will still be way too high because here's what's not coming down food and energy are not coming down a matter of fact today uh, right on cue i mean we, we keep talking about uh this election uh the biden administration we're expecting an announcement any day that they're going to release right now what i'm hearing is another 15 million barrels of crude oil out of the oil reserve. Uh, again, the Biden administration, Jason, just trying to get to the election. Yes, yeah, that's that's a big that's a big motivation for for the Democrats and trying to keep things looking better. Uh, I'll say this, Joe: if you're, you're you're saying, hey, maybe they'll stop, maybe things will break in March. Uh, you know, if they have a catastrophe. Uh, during the Christmas shopping season, worst Christmas in 30 years, one of those things, that could be where the jobs uh, crater and then the rate hikes stop in 2023 because, you know, demand destruction, right? If they, if they get a ton of that during the Christmas shopping season, then that's, that's you know, you might be, you know, maybe they don't they do not do rate hikes in 2023. They say, okay, the jobs are cratering, everything's horrible. Uh, and if, if the, well, it's, and all, it's all about the inflation, though. Is there enough dam, uh, demand destruction through Christmas into January and February to where, okay, now now the inflation well, and, is going to ease and, up. And listen, in that scenario, gold starts moving sooner. Yes, 
Yes. I mean, flat out, this is when, when is the move coming? We're, we're letting you know. I, I, I've got gold on the clock here. i got gold and silver on the clock. Uh, I, I've got somewhere in the next five months. It could be as early as Christmas. It, it could be as late as March. Yep. Yep. And I'll tell you, it's, it's all, you know, I'm, I'm just going to keep doing this. It's, it's about the inflation. The Fed will not, they don't really, they don't, they'll destroy everything around them to at least That's show the appearance. That's what they've been saying. They're yep. saying, listen, and, and so far, listen, they've had no problems destroying Japan and, and their economy. Matter of fact, the, the, the yen now, 149 and a half. I mean, it, it, it's any, it, it could be today. Uh, where the yen goes above 150. Uh, of course, we know what's going on in the UK, and uh, I mean all the crazy measures now that they're trying to take. Jason, none of it's going to work. You can't put the genie back in the bottle. Look what they did in the 70s and 80s with that with that inflation. Look how desperate they got. They went to the most. And if you know your history, Saudi Arabia is not a nice country. In the Middle East, if you rank them, the the, the Saudi 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 Arabians are very vicious towards their people. Very. It's not a nice place, and they went to those people and set up the petrodollar to start stuffing the Ponzi scheme that direction to, to cool off the inflation, Joe, to have dollars go somewhere, right? You know, to to to, to soak it up and pull them, and 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 hey, if you're going to buy oil, it has to be dollars. That's how they really were able to you know save themselves, Joe. They took Nixon took us off the gold standard, and the inflation just came roaring in real bad. And by the end of the decade, going into the early 80s, well, the petrodollar was sort of – that was their maneuver, Joe. That was their new form of money. Let's connect oil to the dollar, and that gives it it's, – it's backed by oil, right? Well, you know, and then you had – what did they create? They, they created oil shortages. So once the, the, once the dollar is connected to oil, it's like, well, that's pretty valuable. Look how hard it is to get oil, right, Joe? It's, it's one of these little tricks they played, but it worked. This time around, Joe, it's, they got – same thing. They had to get on top of the inflation, Joe. They almost lost control. What is the trick this time? And I think uh, demand destruction. They got to make the whole economy crater, Joe. Pinker Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason. Uh, Jason, we just got industrial production numbers. I think this is why we've seen... Uh, the market retreat here in a big jump uh, back in bond yields. Uh, it, it not not a good number for the Fed. Uh, this this number came in much much hotter than they wanted to. Uh, industrial production, uh, everything inside of the numbers, just screaming more inflation. And and again. I'm not surprised. I, I guess what surprises me is, is how idiotic uh, a lot of people want to be about what this inflation number is going to really end up looking like, Jason. There's there's no reprieve here. Uh, and, and, again, you know, you think about what the Fed has done this year. Uh, it's really it, – it, I don't want to call it unprecedented, but it is unprecedented in any – Recent, what I mean, recent. This is unprecedented in the last forty years. I mean, really, we haven't seen moves like this, Jason. Really, going back to the seventies. But the problem is, you know, in the seventies, the debt wasn't even a trillion dollars. The Fed's balance sheet—they really didn't have a balance sheet. Uh, that, now we're talking. 
40 trillion and it's not just us it's the rest of the world as well and and the realities are we've said it for years hey at at some point who's going to buy all this stuff and i think that's what the problem is right now yeah who's who's going to buy it is 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 for sure the the problem for the markets and, and joe with inflation it's it's just kind of like the word says it's it's like a fire and at some point the fire does burn out at some point whether it be a long inflative cycle or a short one, the fire sort of burns itself out. And then uh, in, the, in the 1980s, Joe, what did they do? They still let you know what the funny thing is. There was still inflation there. What did they do? They, then they just changed the way they calculated it. Are we going to see another one of those is what I'm wondering, Joe. Once, once we get to the end, wherever that is, a year, two years, whatever it is, down the road, 10 years, are they just going to recalculate? Are we just going to be stuck with higher inflation permanently if this same system is in place? And they'll just oh, they'll just recalculate it. It's not. It's no longer eight point one CPI. It's it's four point one. It's it's recalculated in a way that's that just makes more sense, Joe. Yeah, and and I I think ultimately what we're really going to be left with here, uh, and I said this with Janet Yellen. You got to remember this was Janet Yellen and Ben Bernanke's little baby uh, when, when talking about. Uh, you know, this 2% thing. Uh, and I said it then, and, and I'll say it again now, uh, 2% was just an introductory number. It was just an introductory number. And, and what I mean by uh, it was just an introductory number is uh, I, I think what we're going to see is, hey, okay, well, uh, you know, 2% is not enough. And to Jason's point, whether – whether they do it, whether they do it with, hey, we're we're just going to recalculate, right? We're gonna we're we're just gonna come up with another better lie about what real inflation is, or they just say, hey, from here on out, uh, we need four percent inflation or five percent inflation. Uh, the, the 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 net the net net of this is no matter what they do with the calculation, that's probably what we're looking at. I think you're right. Absolutely, absolutely, Joe. I just uh, it, it would just it would be nice if we actually understood the the, the time frame for all this to unravel. Because part of me, Joe, thinks this is going to be like a decade decade long problem, ups and downs for a long, long time, and a lot of pain and suffering for those that are propping up the uh, the powers that be. So, I, are we looking at one phase of it happening in the next few months? Because something something big will be happening in the next few months. There's going to be a breaking. But is that just one of a series, Joe? Are we going to see a lot of crashing and burning that's going to go over and over again? Because until they completely change the system, if they wipe it out and put something new there, it's, it's going to continue to, to, to rock and roll, so to speak. Yeah, and again, you know, I don't think it really, really matters. I think the biggest thing is in, in, in trying to understand what I'm seeing uh, and trying to put these pieces together. Uh, because it doesn't make any sense. Nobody should be out there uh, buying gold and silver at these premiums. Like I said, I mean, it would make sense. Listen, if silver was thirty-some dollars, that that may make sense, or forty dollars, or on its way to an all-time high, right? If gold was twenty-five hundred dollars and, and and on its way to three thousand, uh, then maybe these premiums could make sense. Uh, what what I really think what we're seeing is. Uh, the people that are really in the know, 
uh, know what's coming already. We're all, we're always playing, uh, catch up. But, but if we're bringing you the information, it's already old news, uh, to, to the people that really know what's going on out there. And why do I feel like, Jason, we're, we're, we're getting ourselves, uh, set up for, uh, a, a situation where, hey, guess what? When, when, when the move really comes, uh, there, there's just not gonna be, you think that, you know, we'll be talking about, man, you think that, you know, these prices were expensive. I, 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 I'm just fearful of what the, what the premiums could look like later. Well, Joe, if the if the, uh, the uh, physical price were to catch up, so to speak, then the, I think the uh, premiums would come down. It just depends on when the the spot price is going to be more in line with the physical buying, Joe. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, if the, if the, if the spot price isn't going to, you know, and, and again, you know what? I, I've thought of that too because the, the usually what we've seen in the past is high premiums with with high prices. Well, now we got high premiums with low prices. What are the premiums going to be with high prices? Are we going to see even higher premiums? I, I, I don't know. To your point, right? Uh, hey, if we get silver at the thirty, forty, fifty dollar level, people will sell some silver. Uh, if you get gold at four thousand, people will sell some gold. Uh, but if it's the only trade out there working, will they really sell it? That remains to be seen. Picture Radio News Hour final segment coming up. 800-951-0592. Gold's flat here, eighteen fifty. Uh, silver at eight or uh, yeah, eighteen. I'm sorry, gold at sixteen fifty. Silver at eighteen sixty five. Uh, the Dow up one hundred and eighty points. Uh, the, Japan is trying to intervene in the yen again. Right now, not having any luck. The yen right up. Uh, right next to 150 uh, in the bond market, U.S. bond market shooting higher here. Uh, the Japanese yen, it's worth noting, because this is like a monster move in the Japanese yen, 0.258, so almost 0.26. I know that doesn't sound like a lot, Jason, uh, but, but for the Japanese, this is not a very good day. And like I said, the higher the rates go, everyone just needs to understand, the higher the rates go, the more things are going to break, and they're going to be breaking in developed countries. It really is uh, quite, quite the, uh, the, the lesson of, of how powerless these countries are, these governments. These governments have no power. They, we, we talk about them, and this, this government, for, you know, China might attack Taiwan, and you have Ukraine war with Russia, and these – and then all the news cycle talks about these governments, these countries. But really, when it comes down to it, Joe, look how little power they have when it comes to economics, to actually controlling their country. If you don't have money, you can't you can't do anything in your country. And the and the Fed's like, well, we're in this spot. This is what we do, and uh, we we don't want inflation. This is uh, we're losing a little bit of control here. We have a plan. We have a digital currency. We have a great reset coming. And uh, well, right now the the inflation is a little bit of a problem, so we're going to be working on that. And Japan, if you if you crash and burn, that's your fault. I mean, that's that's essentially they're telling the markets. Hey, Japan, that's your fault. Figure it out. And by the way, if you come begging for money, we'll figure that one out. You'll be more in, in, in indebted to, to our banking system. Uh, how, how, how much more? Uh, how much more indebted do you want to get to us, Joe? Because that's that's really where all this has had is more debt and more enslavement to these banks. Yeah, uh, you know, you you, you brought up uh, people needing money, Switzerland now. 
uh, the credit defaults lines or the dollar lines, if you will, are wide open now. All time record levels of dollars, uh, being sent to Switzerland, uh, to, to, to try to stabilize. My, my guess is, uh, trying to stabilize Credit Suisse, uh, the, the, the numbers, uh, seemingly grow by the day. It started at three billion, then it went to five billion. I think right now it's at over seven or eight billion. And who knows what the real number is? Yeah, who knows what the real number is, Joe? That's, that's another thing. You know, we, we can only go off the numbers that are, are reported. It's hard, you know, if, if, if these numbers are fraudulent, and we know these numbers are fraudulent. I mean, I keep going. But I love the FOIA request that that uh, Glenn Beck put out there some months ago, which showed that it wasn't five trillion; it was twenty nine trillion. That, that sure is a different number. So, so we always, Joe, we have, you know, we're sitting here looking at the uh, uh, the premiums on gold and silver. It makes no sense. Why isn't the price of gold and silver just higher, and the premiums more of a, of a regular rate? Well, because Something is not being told. There are things happening, uh, powerful people, wealthy individuals that are taking advantage because uh, they're in the big club, so to speak, and, and, Joe, we're just not in it. That's why, you know, you got to get it when you can get it, right, Joe? you got to get it when you can get it. Yeah, and, and again, uh, we're, we'll, we'll see how uh, all of these things uh, play out. It, it just... Uh, you know, we live in interesting times, and, and, and again, you know, they're they're trying to give the illusion that they can fix this thing. And, Jason, I think we've gotten to that point where uh, the only real fix is going to be a lot of pain for the consumer. Patriot Radio News Hour. God bless everybody. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.